So before we get started, what's uh, what's on off the table for profanity? So I make sure. I don't oh, nothing. That. You're okay, fine. Cool. Nothing. We, we can, had a whole we can drink. Discussion. We can fucking curse. You can talk. We talk about anything you want to talk about. Awesome. All right. Yeah, I was on a live radio this week. And I was like, don't say fuck, don't say fuck, don't say fuck. Dude, I've been there. I've done that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, especially when, like, fuck is half of your vocabulary, mm-hmm. which it is for me. Yeah. It's a that good happens. adjective. It really you is. describe anything. It really works anywhere. And it helps when you get injured. It helps heal. It's the it healing does. process it does. It's the first it's the thing that helps the healing process. Yeah. Physical and emotional Triggers healing. It. I'll start with fuck. Why are you looking Hi. at me? You're looking at yeah. me like, like I should start? Yeah, I was looking at you so you should start. Hi. Hi. What's hey, everybody. Up? What's going on? Welcome. How are you? What are we doing here? I'm talking to you. Oh, okay. You, you were talking to them. Oh, uh, how am I doing? Yeah. Uh, well, wake up. I'm welcoming people to Bacon is my oh, podcast. Well, cool. Welcome to Bacon is my podcast. Yeah. How am I doing? Yeah. I'm here. How's your week? I'm here. I am also here. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, we're, let's just, let's not, you know. Let's not beat around the bush here. Yeah, that's yeah. Let's not. Let's not. Uh, Daryl from the Ansible, he's here today. Is here. Is here today on today's episode. On this epic, epic as fuck. It is epic. I I love whenever we talk to somebody that um isn't sure what they're in for and they end up liking it. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. what happened here. Oh, totally. I really totally think did. that's what happened here. He totally did, and 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 he definitely like he told his wife like, "Dude, it's quick. It's a quick podcast interview. Yeah. Don't worry about it." And then um, he was on with us, and guess what happened? He got yeah. in trouble. He got in trouble. But it is date night for him. It is date night. So go into this realizing it's date night. But he'll be back when it's not. Yeah, he will be back because uh, we had a good time and we had so much more to get into. Yeah, I mean, um, he's he's a big Dumb and Dumber fan. Yeah, we barely scratched the surface. We so... just started getting into Dumb and Dumber. We know he's a cable fan. We know he's a movie fan. Like, there's so many more things we could hang out and talk about. Definitely a guy that we're going to, like, have a beer with in person at yes, some point. at some point. So, um, so we hope you enjoy the interview. It was super fun to do. He's a super cool dude. And the Ansible is a really good band. Yes. So definitely, if you haven't already, check them out. Um, jump on the links that are in the description. Check yeah. out their music. Check out their videos. Look for it. I didn't even ask him about, right? I didn't ask him about in uh, the, the time slip video. There's a there's a cable reference at the end of the video. Yeah, well, he right? was there's a little about eye how... shine thing that happens. His yeah. eye goes red and it pops out and everything. Well, and I didn't get to ask him about he, it. He talked about little uh, little tidbits yeah. about cable that are in the song already. So exactly. So definitely at any route, check out the video. Uh, see if you see when it happens. Right. Check out the video. But before we get into the interview, yeah, 
what we do have to get into is the plethora of things in front of us. Oh, yeah. You can see we have some new sponsors, and we have some sponsors with some new things. With some new things. Yep. So uh, please, please make sure you support our sponsors as much as you support us. Uh, grillyourassoff.com. Make it grilling season all the time. Yeah. Right? And if you use the promo code BACON, you get 10% off. Spices rule. Yeah. Uh, what is what is this one right here, Jim? Uh, it looks like popcorn, but it's not. It, it looks like popcorn, but it's not. Poddex, our longtime sponsor, Poddex, has come out with brand new card decks, yeah. which are awesome. We have right here the How Dare You, which is like in very Dr. Seuss writing, but on a uh, popcorn movie popcorn box, mm -hmm. which I absolutely love. And then we also have the mtv classic inspired what the fuck yes finally a wtf deck yeah um and we I can't wait till that t-shirt comes out just got those yeah i can't wait for that either um, so those came out and we are uh jumping into those and so you'll start seeing questions from those which is mm -hmm. super awesome and of and, course uh yeah let's talk about this it. menagerie right here <laughs> is wild bills wild bills is that that soda company that you see at fairs all the time. You go to this big carriage with what looks like a giant barrel. You start pulling the taps and you have delicious soda from copper cups. But that's not all they do. They do cans of soda as well. Uh, they do snacks. They do coffee. The coffee is fucking awesome, by the way. We got bags of peanuts. We got bags of peanuts. Um which Jen I noticed I, that the garlic peanuts, uh, we, when I left last time, there were some left. There are none left. And now, I like when you walked out to pee earlier, I was like, I wonder if there's any of those garlic peanuts left. There are none left. There are not. No. And so we're going to have to what? crack into a new. There wouldn't be if it was my place either. Yeah. Well, uh, so I'm 100%. I get it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely go to drinkwildbills.com. Yeah. Use the promo code BACON. I mean, that's across the board. Yeah. Promo code BACON. 10% off. Grillyourassoff.com. Poddex.com. Drinkwildbills.com. That's a combined 30% off of stuff. Yes. And uh, it just makes your life better. It definitely does. It definitely makes your food better and your, and your conversations better. Yeah. So if you want to make your food better and your conversations better, do that but right now check out the interview that we have with daryl from the ansible and uh make your music better and listen to something new so check it out and remember to ask yourself what's your bacon what's your bacon what's going on guys thank you so much for joining us we really do appreciate it and before we get into this week if one episode just isn't enough for you and you need a little bit more bacon to my podcast head on over to patreon.com forward slash bacon is my podcast over there you will get access to monthly live streams discounts on merch early and commercial free access to bacon is my podcast episodes some of them are even extended surprise giveaways additional shows including tasting is my passion and of course cooking with bacon is my passion and oh yeah you get a crap ton of music that's right, all of Jimmy and Mike's bands, previous, current, 
whatever it is, you will get access to that music, demos, and much, much more. Just head on over to patreon.com forward slash bacon is my podcast and learn what the hoopla is all about. Hey, I'm Nick from Rivals and you're consuming bacon is my podcast. Welcome everybody. Oh, that was so soothing. Yeah. That was soothing. That was like butter in my yeah. ear holes. That's that's my radio voice. Nice. I like it. I don't think I'm going to turn it off. I, I don't think you can do this for the entire show. Challenge. No, no. no <laughs> I can't do that. What's I up, everybody? I can't listen to that. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants that. No, it's just going to make people uncomfortable. <laughs> Which is kind Which of Which is <laughs> funny. But but also, we, we don't want people to turn this episode off because today we have Daryl, the lead singer from the band, The Ensible. Yes. What's going on, dude? Hey, man. Doing well. How are you guys doing? Doing all right, brother. Doing all right. Thank you for spending some time with us today. We know you hey, uh, you jumped out of a rehearsal early. so Because uh, you got some shows coming up. You got Yeah. yeah. First How's show that back? feel? Dude. Yeah, I was going to say, first show back is, uh, as of the time of we're recording this, it's tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Sunday evening. I, yeah, I, I bounced out of rehearsal about 45 minutes early just to make sure that I got here so we could have a chat and hang out. I appreciate nice. you having me on, by the way. We really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, the guys, they finish, finish up doing some instrumentation, tightening up the little things that uh, it's our first show with Mark, our newest member. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, which it's is one for the books. Yeah. I mean, which is really cool because I mean, you know, if you, if you look at your history in the band and, and stuff like that, it's, it's been a, a pretty consistent lineup, right? For the most part. Yeah, um, and and now it's a like like a four part fill-ins. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. we we had a couple of guys, a couple of friends that, um, uh, while Darian was finishing school and Nigel was, uh, he basically had gotten a promotion within his career and wasn't able to tour for about a year, um, and so we had uh, a couple of friends from here in Texas step up for drums and bass to help us, um make sure we could do the tours and stuff that we had. So that was awesome of them. And, that is awesome. But, but yeah, pretty consistently, I mean, you know, but you've been, a, you've been a four piece pretty much. And then all of a sudden yeah, you added yeah. a new official member. Yeah. We've, we've been a four piece for about two and a half, three years now, probably. Um, we, uh, the original lineup of the band had another guitar player. Um, unfortunately we just, didn't, didn't see eye to eye anymore and, and decided to go our separate ways. And, um, you know, that was between us. And, and so we, we pretty much kept that quiet, you know, not, not yeah. trying, no, no, no sense spreading dirty laundry or anything like that. Right, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we continued on as a four piece for a really long time and we were comfortable with that. Like backtrack, like we use tracks for everything. Um, so we backtracked the second guitar, um, and it was great. And then actually the last show we played was February last year in San Antonio where Mark lives. Uh, and he's an old friend. Um, we've been on tour with him and his other band and, and just great dude. Like he and I get together and just play magic, the gathering and shit like that, you know, um, drink good beer. But it, we, we were playing that show. He came to the show, of course, and we we're hanging out. And at the end of the show, he's like, Hey, I'm just going to throw this out there. If you guys ever decide that you want somebody else to tour on guitar or, or, or more, you know, I'm just throwing my name in the hat. And it was like, how, how have I never thought about this ever? Right. 
You know, like when, when, when did my brain think to skip over out of all the people we ever thought about? Cause of course we initially we thought about like, who are we going to get to replace second guitar? Um, and you know, we, we rolled around some ideas and even asked a couple of people who just didn't have the time or weren't interested or thought we were lame and told us to go fuck ourselves. But, right. um, but, uh, you know, it, it, and it, I was like, in my head, I was like, if ever we are going to have another member, it's, it's Mark. Um, you know, and so on the way home, talk to the guys and they're like, well, yeah, if we ever have another member, Mark is the guy. Um, but the other guys aren't as easy to convince because, you know, we had kind of had a hairy situation before and we were all very comfortable with each other. Um, very tight knit, close friends, family. I mean, close men, friends from a musical standpoint, everything music we talk about every day. Um, band chat's constantly blowing up, you know, 6am to midnight. Like it's awesome. Um, but anyway, so Mark, has always been one of those people that we could confide in with new music and stuff like, like, you know, Hey, how does this sound? What do you think of these transitions? Um, what do you think of this vocal line? You know, you, everybody has those people that they can yeah, yeah. depend on in bands. And Mark has always been one of those guys. Well, he would slap out ideas and send them to us. He'd be like, what do you guys think of this? And what do you, what do you think of that? And like all of the new songs, like in the demo stages, he's, he was a part of the writing for all of that. And it was like, <laughs> One day, Greg called me. He's like, dude, Mark has to be in the band. Like, I don't know why we're fighting it. Like, he has to be in the band. I'm like, well, I wasn't fighting it, but okay. <laughs> um, and uh, so we, like, we did it like a birthday surprise where I was like, yo, dude, like, I'm trying to write this song on my own. And, like, I'm a terrible engineer, guys. Like, I have a studio with Logic and everything at home, but I, like, dry track my vocals and shoot them over to Greg or Darian, and they they – they work their magic like those dudes are <laughs> i i am also a terrible engineer yeah <laughs> i i know how to record myself and like set my levels and stuff but i don't know anything about vocal processing like yep. every everything that i have greg literally took my laptop for a day and like downloaded everything i would need before i moved <laughs> to make sure nice. that i could track um but uh you know so he we i was like yeah um i'll facetime you later on tonight and so I got all the band dudes in the FaceTime and then we called Mark and he was like, what's up, dude? And he's like, Oh, Hey, Oh, it's all <laughs> of you. We're like, yeah, we wanted to offer you the the spot, you know? And he was like, that's so cool. And he, I mean, he, he slid right in like he had been there the whole time. Cause I honestly, he had been for months at that point on that level. And as a friend for, you know years and years before that you know uh, so one cool. of the one of the first shows we ever played was with his his other band memories of broken glass so we he's he's known about us and what we're about since basically the beginning so it just made sense that's awesome yeah that was honestly it was one of the questions i, I had for you was was about that because you know like you said when you're when you're a songwriter when you're a band you always have your buddies that you're like you know you send them the stuff and you go it's not mixed it's not yeah. The disclaimer, the disclaimer text yeah, are list. the best. You're like, like I know the guitars are loud and it's super rough, but you no. always have those same people and like, like he's one of mine, you know. And and then I'm definitely same one of his with, too. Yeah. We have our yeah. group and everything where we send stuff to, and then like he's appeared on a, a couple of my records now, and and uh, we 
we ended up writing songs together and putting songs out together and stuff like that too. And it's like, at what point do you look at that and you go like, you're already writing songs with the band. And if he already was like, Hey man, I'll throw my name in the hat. You know, I was, I was, I was curious as to like how close it was to the let's drop video. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. Where, okay. So it's like, we need a guitar player. What about that guy? You know? And everybody's, you know, like I, I, yeah. I was like curious as to that, if it was like a band thing where everybody kind of already had that, or if you guys were already in the mindset of we're going to replace and, and we're going to add another guy someday. Or if people in the band were kind of like, yeah, we're good the way it is. Another guy yeah. is another opinion, you know, like yeah. another guy to yeah. not do this or not do that. But it sounds like this guy was, it, it sounds like he was the guy always. Yeah. Well, and it's it, like I said, it was so funny that we had never talked about him or thought about it. But at the time, you know, when when we first went down to a four piece, they were doing a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so they were busy. And then we settled into the fact that we were a four piece. We like just never brought it up again. We we're just going to continue to do it like that. And then when he said that, I couldn't get it out of my head. It was like, he has to, he has to be in right, the band, right. you know? Um, and it, the other guys were like, kind of like that, like apprehensive of like, well, do we, we've done so well as, mm -hmm. as this for so long. And, and I even, I'll be honest. I, I, I texted him. Uh, like a couple days after that, I was like, dude, personally, like I would tell you yes right now. I said, but you know, we are, we are pretty solid in this lineup right. that we have now. And, and we don't actually, we don't feel like we need somebody, but it, it's not about a need. Like I want you here because you're, you're a, an amazing musician and songwriter and, and a wonderful friend. And, and I was like, just start like, hitting greg up billy greg what do you got going on man like let me hear what you got right, and he right. did and he did yeah. and uh, you know greg was like oh you know sending him bounces like check this out check this out nice nice and mark would just take it upon himself and be like oh like i just heard this lead so i had to send it to you like let me know what you think but then That's one great. day yeah and then it was that that day i was like was talking to greg about the different songs and like you know some of the changes we were going to make when we did all the final tracking and everything and and he was like dude mark is on this entire ep and honestly we had 12 songs we we condensed it down to five for the ep but it it he he was on all of it and it was like dude you, he's got he's got to be like he, he he's a workhorse he he's already in the credits <laughs> yeah yeah basically like like he's he's definitely done more than his share to earn a spot with all to play right, with right. all of us and 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 so that's all I got to do to yeah, join Craving Strange. Right, right. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I think that's awesome. Like I, yeah. that's the the very first band I ever joined. I did that. Like I, um, I wanted to be. I, I saw them live. I wanted to be in the band. I learned all their songs. I called up the guitar player and I was like, "Hey man, uh, what are you doing tomorrow?" And he was just like, "I don't what." <laughs> and I was like, "I'm gonna go here. You want to go there? You just want to jam on some stuff?" Like we knew each other. This was like back in high school, so like we knew each other and stuff. And we showed up at like uh, we showed up to hang out and like just jam on things. And he was like, what do you want to play? And I was like, how about all of your songs? Because I already know how to play them. All. <laughs> and I started going through. Them. And I was like, I'm either going to look like a crazy stalker or he's going to be like, oh, you sing harmonies. Oh, you added some parts. Oh, you did this. And I, I love that. I love that whole thing. And that it that the camaraderie of finding someone that like gets the music 
and gets you as writers and gets you as people. And a band member is a band member, whether they're really in the band or not. You know, it's like yeah. you have those people that are like, ah, you're a fucking band member. Like, oh, yeah. Absolutely. You're so in the band that, you, you know, like, I, you know, like, he's a member of my band. We have other friends that are like, you guys are honorary band members, whether you're on stage with us or not, because. Right. Yeah. Not everybody there. performs, but yeah. Yeah. And, and bands that don't understand what we're talking about right now, you're fucking up. Like, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Music, music is a community. This it yep. is very important that you support each other. And it, for I've, I've felt very fortunate. We're in Austin where all of the musicians, we all hype each other up. Um, you know, we all share each other's posts personally. I mean, obviously, you yeah. try to keep your band page professional, but like Colorblind, Austin, Texas, Fire from the Gods. I mean, they're fucking huge now, but yeah, yeah. I, I remember them when they first got signed and, and I literally watched AJ sign his contract. Like I was in the bar with him and that's which, awesome. and, and that's so epic because I'm so proud of those dudes, but like, yeah. there's so many good musicians in Austin and I want to support all of them. You know, a bunch of the bands in Austin, they record with Greg, you know, a lot of the hip hop and R and B performers uh, record with Darian. Um, and, and we just, we love being a part of that community so much. And, and I agree with you. I, you, as a band, I'm sure there's five performers, but we have like 50 fucking members. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Your whole scene is the members of your band, you know, exactly. like, we, we found the same thing. And, um, and I know like, I lightly know what you're talking about in Austin, because when we went there, like we went there and we did South by and, and meeting a bunch of bands from Austin and getting to kind of like do that like we we also we kind of played shows around the area too during south by so that we could actually play with like austin bands and texas bands and stuff too and uh just the camaraderie was so there it was like it's super cool when you go and you and you play with a band and you meet them and they immediately know everyone else on the bill and they introduce you to everybody else on the bill yeah. you know like that's that's a big thing that's an important thing um when they introduce you to their fans and you're an out of state band, like that's a big deal. That's huge. That's a yeah. big thing. It's huge. Yeah. Uh, and Austin's one of the places where, you know, like I've definitely found that and it's, it's less common than it should be. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a lot of people are doing it wrong. Like, yeah. it's, well, it's not as common as it should know. be, uh, but it's and awesome. It, there. And it's not for everybody to be as outward about it as I am. Cause I'm, course, I'm, yeah. I'm essentially, yeah, I've, I play music and, and track music and, and tour and all the fun stuff, but I'm, I'm still a fangirl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like Hell I yeah. see a band that I love, I have to go tell them you, you guys are awesome. Like, thank Absolutely. you for playing such a good set. I appreciate what you just did. And, but you also have to remember, like you're the example to people who don't do what we do. Right. When yeah. fans go, when, when fans of your band come see you, and they see you go up and hype up that band after their set because they nailed it. Uh, they they see that as as opening the doorway for them to do it as well. And right, well, I don't, it's I don't okay exactly if I like know. this band. Yeah, right. And and maybe not even that, but it. Of course, you like the band, but it's okay to go tell them how yes. much you enjoyed their set because that's it's not a competition. Them. Yeah, it's not. It's not. And 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 I'm a, like I'll be 35 on Tuesday, right? And like the scene I grew up in, those were our friends. Those are the only people that accepted us for who we were wearing fucking girl pants with a bandana hanging out the back and our bangs <laughs> hanging in our face. Right. Like I am, I am OG scene kid from the early thousands. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Look, I still wear band t-shirts. Look, I am wearing a Fire from the Gods band t-shirt right now. Absolutely, it, dude. It, but that's that's just, you know what I mean? Like camo cargo shorts. That was it. That was the thing. You know what's you funny? Those on right now. No, no, no. I don't have them on right now. But he makes fun of me all the time for it. Just on stage. Well, I realize that I I have I have short legs, so I can't I can't wear cargo pants because I look like a tool bag. Caprice, I, I look like Caprice. I have short everything, so yeah, they I'm look a like short Caprice guy. on you. You look like you right. look like you're you look like you're about to do a minuet. I I, like I look like I left an ICP <laughs> concert. <laughs> okay, the Juggaloos, man. Point, the point taken. Point taken. Uh, so one thing. That, I, that I've heard about, rumor and innuendo, is that a lot of this new EP, this new record that was written, um, was inspired by comic books. <laughs> um, actually, Time Slide, which released on Friday, mm -hmm. is about Cable from the Marvel comic book series. If you get into X-Men and stuff, Cable, Cable was a mutant. Um, and he lost his whole family and like goes into like all of the apocalypse stuff, pretty detailed series and, and a great read, but that's why it's called time slide because that was his like catchphrase. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Time slide by two. And, um, right. and, and so Greg, we didn't have lyrics for that song. Like it was like the ultra heavy one. You know, we always have an ultra heavy one. Like we can't help it. We, we love super low tuned extended range multi-scale scale guitars and stuff like that so um, that's my thing so yeah. i get it right and so he um he was like yeah so i i really like this concept of like the time slide thing where he goes you know back and forth to try to save his family um and absolutely that whole song is about that um there's even a lyric in there and if you pay close attention when you go read the lyrics, um, it's a scream in the middle of the chorus that says to keep hope alive. And hope is capitalized hope because is, that was his daughter's name. That's his daughter, yep. And it makes sense from a like a just hope in general, you know, like the feeling of hope. But you know, we we love doing that. Like, and we always have like have had like obscure inspirations for for songs. Um, all of these songs were amassed to express how we felt during the pandemic, during the lockdown, that feeling of isolation where depending on where your mental goes, struggling with depression or anxiety or, 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 you know, me being extremely extroverted, it drove me up the wall not to be able to see anybody. Yeah. Um, you know, except my wife, which, per, which fortunately she and I are like best fucking friends. So if you're going to be locked away with somebody for nine months without other human contact, yeah, yeah. at least it's with somebody who likes to play Yahtzee with you. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. <laughs> um, but um, so when we got together to write the EP, yes, the, that song was inspired by Cable. And one of the songs that did that almost made it, it was almost a six song um, EP, but we ended up cutting that one too because we wanted to rewrite it. And a lot of the, the songs that got cut are going through new iterations now. Right. right. Um, but, and, and there was a, a song about Jean Grey. Um, so obviously Marvel, Dark Phoenix, Phoenix. Right. Yeah. Um, the comic, not the, not the movie. 
Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like yes. the. Um, we also had a song about Moira McTaggart. Um, Ooh, because oh, if, okay. If you if you go into the multiverse, deep and, cut, and, deep cut. And I will be honest, I am not nearly the comic book nerd. Like I read the ones that Greg sends me because they're mm-hmm. always like like if there's ever a person to talk about that with, it's him. And like he doesn't give he doesn't give bad advice about check this out. Right. Um, but if you go into nobody knows that she's a mutant, right? Like she mm-hmm. lives her whole life and doesn't ever seem to express any ability. Well, she actually lives her life like a bunch of times um, because her mutant ability is that when she dies, she starts over in the womb with all of her memories, with Mm -hmm. all of her experience and knowledge and everything. So she goes through, if you read in the series, she goes through these different ideas of trying to stop the apocalypse, of finding Charles Xavier early, not finding him at all. Uh, even siding with Apocalypse one time, like doing all these different things to try to change the outcome of the end of the world. Um, you know, and and that in itself was like, what a cool concept. Like, yeah, yeah. that's a crazy, you know, like, I don't know if I would want to live forever and basically like start start over in my same body. Every and not time. if it's the same every, you know, yeah. Right. Well, and having the ability well, yeah. to, of choice to, to make different it. decisions. Yeah, yeah. Um, and amass all of that knowledge, that wealth of knowledge that she would have, just that concept was like so cool. Yeah. And the fact that like she felt the reason that her her storyline went into the ideas was because no matter what she did, she was helpless. She felt so hopeless that she was never going to get out of this eventual demise. And that's, you know, in line with the same concept of like being locked in your apartment with no job and and we had to Instacart groceries because you couldn't even go in the grocery store for the first six right. months. Like, yeah. um, that shit sucks. And, and everybody felt the effects of that and still do in some places, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you go, if you go to New York, you want to go to a restaurant in New York city, you, you better have your vaccination card. You know? We're in New York. We're in New York. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> so you, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I knew you were yeah, on the I East went, Coast. Yeah. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, so you know we just played the fair, right? Mm-hmm. I saw our new sponsor next to us at the fair. Right. Right? Any of you that have ever been to festivals, you know one of the coolest spots to go to is that spot that's selling you sodas where the copper mugs. Oh, they're the best. Wild Bills, dude. Yes. And you don't just have to go to a, a fair to get their stuff anymore. You can go right? to drinkwildbills.com. And they'll send it right to your house. They sent that ginormous box to us. Huge box. Yeah. Of stuff. And it made me realize that Wild Bills isn't just soda. Yeah. I thought it was at first. But, man, the like jerky and uh, nuts, nuts and coffee. And, oh, man. Snack foods, coffee, yeah. everything. And if you go there now, drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code BACON, of course, and you get 10% off. Ugh. Dude, check it out. Uh, stick with us because we're going to be letting you know how that coffee tastes. We're going to be doing some tasting episodes on literally everything in the box. Yes. So stick with us. But, uh, dude, you've had it. You've been at fairs. I've bought it. I've bought that mug. It's awesome. I yeah. love it. And now, again, we're heading into the winter months. It's going to get a little colder. No more fairs. Just have it delivered right to your door. Wild, drink wild build up. Bleh. Drinkwildbills.com. Yeah. Easy for me to say. Once. Check it out. Promo code BACON. 
Hey, this is Cade Katz. You've been listening to Bacon Is My Podcast. What's your bacon? Uh, these guys are amazing. So thanks for having me. And keep spinning these guys and give them a follow. Yep. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I went to I went to my first show. Uh, I went to go see Beartooth and uh, Wage War and uh, Dragged Under. And uh, we went to Connecticut. You needed to have proof, proof of vaccination negative or a negative test mm -hmm. you had to wear a mask the whole time so yeah i get it yeah. i get it it's uh yeah we did our first show like yours is tomorrow ours was a couple weeks ago we did our very first show at a uh but it was an outdoor fair type situation That's and fun. it was yeah it was super fun um and just being on stage like i can't wait for you to have it <laughs> honestly oh. just because you know like just coming from it and doing it is I'm like everybody I know that's a musician. I'm like, I can't wait for you to have it. I can't wait for you to go yeah, on stage. I know. And every, uh, I, you're not the first person to tell me that too. Like, dude, I'm so excited for you. It's, like, it's such a, it's such a fucking, it's such a fucking emotional, like everything oh, hits I'm, you all at once. Like yeah, I didn't even I, know I missed this as much, you know, it's like craziness. I'm not but even it was afraid like, to tell you, I will cry. I am going to cry. Oh dude, I, I was I was there. He was there. I was like, I, I was, I was like, this isn't even a sad song. What's going on? Yeah, but a lot of our songs are sad songs because the, the jokes on everybody. Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. thinks we're a metal band. Really, we're just an emo band that plays heavy songs. Hey, man, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's you. Oh man, you're not even just like a metal band. You're you're very um, like. There's a lot of ambiance. Mm -hmm. There's there's a lot of depth to your sound. And oh man, yeah. It, don't just call yourself a metal band. Well, and and we don't. But it's also <laughs> it's a no, like you know how it is, especially in metal, like the subgenre thing. Everybody knows about yeah, the subgenre. Everything's got to be a different. But like, what am I gonna what, what, what am I gonna say? We're progressive, ambient, uh, post, alternative metal. Like, it, uh, yes, we. That's we a all, mouthful. Well, it's, right, that's like, a mouthful. Yeah, it's funny because when I when I when I first started like diving into some of your music, I was like the um, one of the bands that kind of came to mind musically, which is interesting because I found out that it was the the very first show that you played was Tesseract. Yeah, and and um, and I was like, oh okay, it, it it and I was trying to wrap my head around kind of like, okay, what am I in for for these next when I listen to like ten more songs from like the first couple. And it's like, okay, what, what am I in for there? But then vocally and lyrically and melodically, there's some other stuff. There's leaking, a lot of stuff. Leaking in there, like a lot of different oh, yeah. stuff happening. I love a, lot of, a lot of really kind of like arcing melodies. And, and there's, there's like little bits of like, there's hooks in there that are, that are interesting and fun. And that, that so it's not, you're, you, it's like hard to genre. Yeah. Like I mean, honestly, it. I just tell when people ask, I just say we play heavy music, right? Yeah, yeah. But, because musically it's heavy, but it's not all screaming, it's not all singing, and the the singing is pretty diverse. Especially now that I've gotten Greg mm -hmm. to start yeah. singing, um, you know, the, we released the the single "You Know," um, and this uh, tomorrow is actually the first time we'll play it live because when we released it, that's awesome. It it the you know same thing pandemic. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. But I grew up like I grew up in South Carolina. Like I, I, 
I, I live in Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. You guys, I'm sure you know where Myrtle Beach is. So yeah, I was there this summer. Right, yeah. It's, it's, it's a touristy beach town in South Carolina. Um, a lot of, you know, religious people. So I grew up very heavily in the Southern Baptist Church, started singing in the choir when I was like seven years old. Right. Um, so I learned how to sing by singing Southern Baptist hymns. So that's you where know, that low soul is coming from. I, gotcha. I, 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 you're never going to get me to stop that. Like I yeah. love, I love like soulful music. Like it's, it's 100%. been ingrained that, you know, regardless of how you feel about religion, if you go to church, go to a Southern Baptist church, just so you can sing because listen whew, to music, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> um, it's so fun. And, and then, you know, I, I even like played trumpet in the band and stuff. So I learned about like, instrumentation right from that music as well because i was very fortunate um when i was when i was that age to have a a youth pastor who was very musical um you know and even though i may not be religious now i i hold that dear it 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 attributed to who i am as a singer of course Um, yeah but you know like i like i said i'll be 35 on on tuesday so i grew up with um you know, my dad who loves hair metal and, and, you know, Van Halen and Kiss and, uh, you know, bands like Extreme and um, Dixie Dregs and like all these bands that do crazy you got stuff. your dancing skills. Check out their videos. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And <laughs> honestly, I, my dad took me to a show to see Quiet Riot when I was like a little kid, like real, like way too little. And like, yeah. can, you know, the Blawmore cans on the head. Right. And right. I'm watching like this dude give like just ooze sex on stage right right like, right like women are in front of them losing their minds like ripping their tops off and like play with my titties like you know i'm a little kid and i was like i want to be that guy you know like, right yeah and and not not for all of you that don't know quite right not an attractive man no no, no. but no, oozing sex nonetheless but the one thing you can take away from that is the level of entertainment value yes. Like he was an entertainer through and through. It's the same thing with like old school, like David Lee Roth when he David was like, terrible yeah. singer, terrible. Right. Couldn't couldn't remember the lyrics to his own songs for like right. four years. <laughs> uh, and but people loved him. They didn't even care. They would just let that happen. See, I can't do that. The the one time I've ever had a show where I just completely lost the words to a song, I I I, I was so embarrassed. Like I one of the things that we work on is tightness, you know, and yeah. like, like being ready for we shows. You guys making have to. Sure. If you guys aren't tight, it's going to be a mess. Oh, like you guys, terrible. you have yeah. so much going on. Oh, you guys, music. yeah, yeah, and and that's one of the that's one of the drawbacks to having all of that atmosphere and ambiance that we include into the tracks. Right. Is that if you're off, or your guitar's out of tune, or oh. you're, you're not following the time, like it's gonna people are gonna notice you know so um it's definitely one of those things that we're neurotic about is making sure that we sound good but you know going back to it like like chris cornell is my favorite singer of all time amazing Um, yeah right like unmatched um you know lane staley's up there too obviously forever 27 club lost him too young um but like even like ben folds like i grew Mm -hmm. up listening loved ben folds and like even like some of the the butt rock bands that these days I'm like, oh, why did I like this? But like, like I I I bought Hybrid Theory Lincoln Park the day it came out, 
and wore that CD out in less than oh, three yeah. months. You know, Absolutely. and this is before. Just so everyone knows, you couldn't always just download music. You had to <laughs> buy it on a disc. I and put actually it in a disc playing apparatus. So which I went. No one can get now. I went to a Red Hot Chili Pepper show. Uh, the Chili Peppers were touring with STP, and our local rock radio station, which, funny enough, we don't have anymore. Right. Um, no because we don't have a yeah. Um, any any major metropolitan area doesn't have a rock radio station anymore. But I yeah, I, hybrid, I digress. Hybrid theory's new music for all of them. Still, we we oh, got God, no. they they were there was a a street team there handing out singles of one step closer. Right. And I knew that song, and like you said, day of I was like. I am getting that. I went to Tower yeah. Records that nice. like midnight. I'm like, I'm going this. I'm buying this. Like, this is my shit right here. And yeah, yeah, man, I, I totally get that. I totally get that. You guys remind me a lot of um, like your singing style and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, a band called One Side Zero. No, but Okay. Since you said that, I'm going to make a note about that real quick. Yes, uh, definitely check them out. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, they 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 had a lot of, uh, you have a lot of that vocal tone to it a little bit. Um, and yeah, the sound and stuff like that. So it reminded me of that. And they were they were um, a little after like the, the Lincoln Park era. Like they were they were kind of a part of that Edema era, but they were oh, good. Nice. I mean, Sorry, I love no. Edema. I like some songs for it. Yeah, yeah, you do the job of two singers. Don't go away. We'll be back right after these messages. All right, Jimsy. You think grilling season is over? Mm, almost, right? Or no. No. Grilling season is never over because okay. of a new sponsor of ours. Ooh, what is it? Grillyourassoff.com. I love the name already. Yeah. Uh, it's a veteran-owned company that sells spices barbecue sauces cool swag even like even uh cookbooks oh you know what i you sent me a link to that i checked it out that was awesome they had some uh some cool recipes right on their site that was pretty awesome yes sir yes sir and it, that that's for free but now that they're a sponsor they've decided that if you use the promo code bacon you get 10 percent off your order dude that's awesome I'm yeah. ready. I'm, I'm definitely ordering some spices. They had a couple that looked really killer. Yeah, and, and it's really, there's so many different selections that there's really a spice for everybody. Um, the, the guys that are like heat heads and even the people that just want something subtle, delicious, sweet, whatever it is, uh, they've got something for everybody. Awesome. Did we order any? Did we have any coming? We've got some coming. Nice. And we're going to do some tasting episodes over on the Patreon. Awesome. So with stick a around. Bit of grill your ass off stuff. Stick around, everyone, because uh, once we get those in, we're going to taste them. We're going to go through them. And then we're going to let you know what we think and uh, maybe give you some, uh, some choices that we would kind of go for. So once again, head over to grillyourassoff.com. Use that promo code BACON and get 10% off. Sweet. Uh, hey, this is Lo. You're consuming bacon is my podcast. What's your bacon? And uh, what's, what's cool is <laughs> yeah. that honestly, I'm, yes, I do. <laughs> you absolutely do, hundred um, percent. I'm a singer. I can't do 
the screaming as well at all, you know? Um, and, and then I know a lot of guys that can like, he's one that can really, really nail that. Uh, and then there's, there's so few people that can kind of like meld a few different styles like that. Yeah. You know, like, like you said, you do have that soul. I, I, I heard it right away. And I was like, to me, I'm like, I, you said Cornell and Lane Staley, those are two of my favorites of all time. Uh, and then Mike Patton is one of my oh, absolute yeah. heroes of all choice. time just because he can do everything. You yeah. Know? And it's like, uh, so from my first day singing, I was like, I want to be like Mike Patton and I'll chase that for oh, the rest yeah. of my life, the rest of my life. But well, and, and that I'll, I'll... baritone quality that you're able to keep. And then also pulling in that, like for, for singer people out there, that vocal fry thing that you're doing and then the screaming that you're doing. And then you're also, you also keep the soul in there and you've got, like a great range that you're using yeah. throughout your music. Like you are, you're doing the job of two singers and you have a guitar player that can sing great. And he sings in a similar, but Timber, enough of yeah. enough of a difference to where it's like, okay, this is the other guy. You know what I mean? Like when you're listening to it, if you don't watch a video or something like that, um, it's, it's awesome. Like it's really cool to do and it's not easy to do. So kudos to you for that. Cause that's, that's pretty badass. I mean, I, I really appreciate it. That's high compliment for me. Like I, one of the, one of the things that I am prideful about, um, is, is that I never stopped with just singing, um, you know, uh, after high school, you know, I was playing drums in this band that never even played a show, but I, I, cause I played drums for a long time. Um, mm -hmm. but I enjoyed not metal especially not like melodic death metal because right that's you know that's a lot of that's a lot of footwork um <laughs> blast beats bro blast beats yeah, right yeah and I, I wasn't about that life and and i knew like that wasn't the band for me right yeah so i actually recommended a friend to take my spot um and they were like well we need a singer and i was like yeah but i, I don't know how to scream and they're like you'll learn <laughs> you got it and i did i was 17 and i learned how to scream and like i just would watch like i had like video like old like remember back in the day like people would when you buy a cd you could get like the bonus pack with like a yeah, tour video. yeah absolutely yeah and so i i had a tour video of um uh point no not poison the well which actually what's funny is poison the well is one of the bands that i've always used as an example of what how i learned how to scream like okay you know you come before you in my opinion is definitely one of the top five best all-time metalcore albums that's ever been written yeah um and uh so i would literally you know like go you know basically spent like six weeks before i joined like before i started practicing with that band where i would just sit in my car every day for like three hours and like blow my voice out because i didn't know what the hell i was doing um you know and then over time you learn technique and then as the internet became more and more accessible um you know and you could go youtube people with right. scream tutorials you get your I, melissa cross td oh <laughs> god she's a godsend and she's like one yeah, of the sweetest amazing. people in the world too have you taken lessons from her have you done I've, one i've never taken a lesson from her but i've met her a few times dude um, i recommend it 100 i've, she I've was, done a couple with her and it's amazing 
we we opened up. She was on tour for uh, with Maddie Mullins as his vocal coach. Like okay, was, yeah, yeah. He makes you know that kind of money that he can just like right. re- keep Come on Melissa tour. Cross on retainer to like make sure he's warming up <laughs> properly every day. Cool, man. Um, right. I I love that for him. But um, big time life, yeah. <laughs> but we opened up for them, you know, and and she was on the tour, like going on the whole tour that they had, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and she came up to me after. She was like, "You're a very talented singer." And I was just like, "Oh, I was like, oh. What did you just say? I don't even know. I, I didn't even know what she said because I recognized her. And she came yeah. up and talked to me, and I was like, oh, you know, like that was so crazy." And um, I, to be honest with you, I don't think that I'm like some virtuoso singer. I like I, I like to think that I hold my own and I put on a good live show. But there are way better singers out there than I am. Um, but one of the points people like you just made, and I, and I've kind of learned to own that about myself is that I do do a lot of different things and, yeah. but I, but I don't, it's not disconnected. Like it all serves right. no, it works. Our music. And it, you're, you're super versatile, but, and that's what I think is cool about it is that like, it's, it's not easy when you have a, um, as a songwriter, for anybody that's listening, that's not a songwriter. When you're a songwriter, and you you you've got these lyrics and you've got this melody and you've got the music and you're you're going through it, you have this voice in your head for how you want to express mm-hmm. what's happening. Hi, <laughs> you have this <laughs> voice in your head <laughs> for what you want to express, and then and then you, your job is to then try and figure out how to express it that way, and yeah. um and sometimes that's really hard because you hear things in in your ideal way that you want them to be. Yeah. And oh, yeah. very few of us are capable, if any of us, of doing things in the ideal way we want them to be. Mm-hmm. Right? So then we're trying to figure out how to do our ideal brain our way. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Like, oh, we do it my way. Um, so well, and, there's and plenty and I, of time. I feel that. Like, and I, I still struggle with that. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, it, absolutely. It's, it's There's still things that i can't do because i just don't have another octave on either end you know well yeah you're you're well you'll never you'll never not have that hopefully yeah because you'll always be kind of like wanting to one-up yourself but the fact that you're able to the the fact that you choose to do so many things within a song and you do them really well and you connect them with each other and it doesn't sound like um it doesn't, it's not like you hear hard edits. It's not like you hear like, oh, this sounds like two different guys doing it. It's like your scream voice melds with your singing voice melds with, you know, when you're getting melodic, it's the same as when you're kind of like more rhythmic and it's really cool. It's really cool to see. And like, as a singer, I see that and I'm like, oh shit, that guy's got something that's interesting to me and I want to hear more of it. And I want to kind of like dive into what's going on. And uh, I think that's awesome just because like I, I'm a singer and I teach vocals and all that kind of stuff. So awesome. I dive into singers. And so I'm, I'm like, I'm studying people's voices and I'm like, what's his accent? Where's he breathing? What's he like? I get into all the dumb stuff just cause I find it super interesting. And so I, I, I like that about your voice and I think it's really cool and you do a good job of it. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, absolutely. it. You, absolutely. Honest, if, if you want my honest opinion of why, I had the confidence to give that a shot, like just just do it all. Uh-huh. Um, so I've always been a fan of Dillinger Escape Plan. 
Oh yeah. Calculating infinity days. Yep. Like I, I saw them when they destroyed entire venues and themselves and the people around them <laughs> and everybody right. just hugged at the end, including the venue owners. Like, I don't even care. That was great. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when one of us is a killer came out and they had decided to open themselves up more into essentially rock and roll, like, right. And not just be that crazy polyrhythmic, like destroy everything band and show a, really a more emotional side of themselves as a band. And, and that specific song, One of Us is a Killer, you know, was about a breakup. Yeah. And it really, I was like, dude, if, if Greg Pucciato can sing about a fucking devastating breakup in the Dillinger Escape Plan, I can sing about whatever the fuck I want. Goddamn right. And, and yeah. I need to, I need to, I, I, I used to try to fit into these like little molds because, you know, we all want to be popular as musicians because we want to do it every day. And the more popular you popular that you are, the more you get to do it. Um, you know, so when people like when people say like, oh, I don't want to be famous. You want to be famous enough to play music every day. Like, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I don't know how I would handle like, you know, big time fame, like, like, you know, Post Malone, Billie Eilish, like, like, right. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. that would, that would devastate me. Cause I wouldn't be able to live up to the expectations that come with that. But I want to be, I, I want it to be enough that, so like, we can just go play music all over the world whenever we want. And like, mm -hmm. that's, that's fine. You know, not, you know, managing a restaurant or, or being a paramedic or, you know, of course. Yeah doing whatever it is that we all any of us do to to make sure that we can ensure that we get to play music um because even only playing it you know a, a collective few months out of the year is better than never doing it at all right yeah of course um, yeah but you know so i always had like i i had like this mental block about what i was allowed to do and with this band to be honest we we never thought we were going to be a live band so i was just like do whatever i want screw it i'm going to scream i'm going to sing um, you know, and, and this is in the realm of like, you know, periphery and volumes and, um, uh, Veil of Maya and, and era, like all come like, you know, the Sumerian bands all yeah. getting really popular and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so that made it more socially acceptable and, and even commercially viable that I was just like, cool, well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take these influences as, and, and social cues. And I want to do it like that too, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think that's telling though, that like it was, it, it, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like, it took like not having a plan to be a live band or to go for something that way to let you open up and say, fuck it. And oh, then yeah. that's the thing that forced you into being a band. That's a live band. That's going for all the other things. Like it gave you, once you opened up to that, Right. That was the thing that went like, well, now people are going to pay more attention and they're going to invest more and they're going to be there more and they're going to care more because now you're showing more of you. Yeah, right. In, yeah. Instead of trying to fit that mold or trying to box yourself in or things like that. Like I, I found it like I thought it was fascinating that like you guys had no plans of being a live band. You were just going to be a studio band and it took a promoter going like, hey, I got an idea for a show. And then you guys like had to put together a band to do that show. Yeah. And then that show was with fucking Tesseract. You know what I like? Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. nuts. I um, mean, the, the contortionist is one of my top five favorite bands ever. And they were on that bill too. So it was, Era and, Sky Harbor. and I got to say like, 
those bands, that was one of the greatest opportunities of my entire life, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Anthony Stevenson here in Austin, Texas, really went on a, a whim to let us to get us on it because he had to actually fight to get us on the show. Well, um, you weren't a band, yeah. Well, but even even so, they weren't that whole tour. They only had two shows with locals. Oh shit! They already okay. had four yeah, yeah. bands, so they weren't even um, they weren't even trying to have bands and you had to get approval from the tour manager and stuff which is typical for any of tour course, right I mean, yeah, yeah shoot we're playing with rivals tomorrow we played with them several times and they're you know we're buddies but we still had to get approval and that's, get approval. that's that's part of the the touring lifestyle but yeah he he really vied for us and if we would have tanked like it would have been letting somebody down who took a really big chance on us yeah you he know? might not have been able to do that for somebody else that yeah. might you know like but that, that, that I mean, honestly, the- that's his character. Like, if you ever want to meet one of the best promoters that I've ever met in the entire world, come to Austin, go to Come and Take It, and meet Anthony. Because that guy, it, he he lives and breathes this. He goes out and TMs with band. He fills in on drums with bands. He's got a, a band here in town that's fucking epic. Like, uh, and called that's Critical awesome. Assembly, by the way. Um, but... It, those guys are the like guys like him. I want to be like that, you know. Yeah. Like I like in the future, you know, when, when younger bands, you know, with a smaller following, or whatever, hit us up. Like I never tell them no. If it's one of those things where we're going on the road and, and we can take somebody else with us, if we're not jumping on someone else's tour, right? And that band is awesome. I want to take that band because I want yeah. other people to see them because they deserve it. And I want them to get the feeling that I get when I get to go out and play music all the time. And it's been a long time, but I, I, I'll never, I'll never stop doing that. And, and that's awesome. You know, but I mean, that's super respectable, but then we honestly, we, we crushed that show. Like it, Mm I was so nervous. Like when we got on stage, half the band puked before we got on because there was like 500 <laughs> people in an outdoor venue. It was like crazy. Oh, it was nuts. You know, we sold 120 tickets. I've never sold 120 tickets to anything. But that, <laughs> but that show, everybody hit us up. They were like, "Yo, we've never seen you." I was like, "Yeah, because we've never played a show before." You know, like, <laughs> which is, how'd which you miss kind us? Kind of embarrassing. Yeah. You know, it's kind of embarrassing that like, hey, this band that's never played a show is opening for fucking Tesseract on this huge world tour. Like, right? Who are they? What? Did, why did they get it? But then we played, and we made it a point. We made it a point to let all all of our friends and. And the local scene know that we meant fucking business. If you got to prove yourself, yeah. if we were going to come out and play live, now I will say that was torture because I wrote, like I said, I wrote that album with the idea that it was only going to be a studio album, right, right. And I overdid everything, right, <laughs> right. You're like, how am I going to sing this live? Exactly. And 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 I somehow did it, and I died. And shoot, I still smoked <laughs> cigarettes at the time. Can you believe that? Like, I don't no, know I can't. What was I thinking? <laughs> wow. <You know? laughs> <laughs> and and these days, like I, it, I would say that's one of the best things that we've done, is the practical application of when we get in the studio, we say how is this going to sound like, right? And I would say for uh, advice from a guy that's not really popular and nobody gives a shit about him, but, <laughs> but he's been doing it for a long time. When you go for younger bands and younger people that want to get into this lifestyle, when you go and write your music and record it 
make sure that you can do it live because these days it's not like like when i first started playing music you would you would rehearse you would write songs and you would every practice rehearse and rehearse and rehearse and yeah. then you paid a lot of money to go into a studio well now it's so much more accessible to of course, yeah. even even if you're just tracking demos like you can do it in your bedroom and it, the sound quality is ex if acceptable if not awesome um yeah. but make sure that you experience that through practice and my rule of thumb is if i can make it through our entire set twice without having issues then i can play it once live in front of a crowd yeah then you can kill it once yeah yeah right that's that's awesome awesome singer advice for yeah, sure because advice. i i've blown myself out oh we all a lot yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> especially like the territory yeah yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's such an emotional thing that you're doing anyway yeah. you know like if you're in it, you're in it. And, and no matter, like I, I work with people all the time and I'm, and I'm kind of like, okay, you got to warm up, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do that. But like, when you get there, whatever your voice is that day, you're still going to do the show. The you way don't have that you any other show. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, it's going to do whatever it's going to do to your voice. You're just going to go. Yeah. But I love it. I love it. I, I wouldn't, it's uh, yeah. the best. Whether, whether I'm worn out and, and, have zero energy i will still i will make sure that what little energy i have is exerted on that stage for yeah. whether it's five people or five thousand people which doesn't matter I've never, honestly i've never played in front of five thousand people would love, would love to i'll play in front of a million people right. um you know but it, for me the, the the entire thing is about giving someone an experience that hopefully they relate to and at the end of it when I'm standing, you finish the set and I go stand at the merch table, come talk to me, you know, like, yeah, I live for that. Like I, 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 I'm open and honest about my experiences in life. You know, I, I've, I've made a lot of bad decisions and I stopped playing music for a long time, which is why I dive so deep into this. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, ultimately that's what it's all about. And if you don't feel that passionate about it, I, I, I hope that you can find that just for other musicians that are out there doing their thing, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we say all the time, it's like, you don't, you don't really choose to do this. You, you kind of yeah. like, you have to do this. Uh, people, yeah. people have always asked me, they're kind of like, you know, well, what's, you know, what happens the day where you don't do this anymore? And I'm like, I, there isn't a day where I don't do this. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I think, you know, like if you can, if you can quit this, by all means, quit this because there's a lot of easier and better and smarter things to do with your time than trying to do things musically. Oh, yeah. uh, you it's do this, pit. you do this because there's no other mm -hmm. option and you have to do it. But then to that point, it's like if you're if you're a road band and you're out there and you're doing it, you give the same show to uh, if you're lucky enough to play Madison Square Garden you give that exact same show to when you're in uh, Columbus, Ohio, and uh, three of the bands cancel that day, and it's just you playing for the bartender because nobody showed up. Nobody showed up. You give her the exact same show and the exact same experience. I would say know? that the bartender is who you should always play for. Absolutely. If you, think, if you really 100%. consider... From a from a from a band member from a band standpoint, when you go and play in front of your fans, they love you no matter what, right? But yep. the bartender is the one you have to impress because exactly. they watch bands every day, every up, day. and they they sit in a fucking bar with 
all these different people coming up and and they're they're undervalued and underappreciated. If you can make an impact on that person, then yep. then you're winning. You know what I mean? Um, I am and, also a bartender, and so I support that message as well. Well, cheers to that. I've been working <laughs> in the service industry for 20 years. Oh, there we go. My condolences. Mm-hmm. No, honestly, I love it. Like Me I managed, too, and yep. I manage a little local restaurant, and when I got there, I started – I just wanted some bartending shifts, uh, and they yeah. were they were in need of – and so I jumped into it, and I love the place, and I love what I do. Um, it's not near – I mean, it, it doesn't have a single iota of, of – comparison to playing music of course, of course but yeah. but you know credit where credit is due if it wasn't for the service industry i wouldn't have done this as long as i have you know and 100 percent. and i've been very fortunate to have owners and managers and different things over the years that understood that i was so passionate about this yeah they let you leave um, they let you come back they yeah know, and i've been meet, I've, I've, I've left you for meet six, new people that sometimes. you can bring to your shows all the time it's, yes yeah you know, and I don't think my my industry will be as as um, forgiving. What do you yours? Do? No, no. But I don't care. Right. I don't think I care. So what do you do, Mike? What do you do? Uh, I do inventory for a building materials uh, like distributor, supply house. Yeah, yeah supply house. I uh, I do inventory. I uh, currently implementing a crazy new barcode system it's really boring that, that that's why we don't talk about it here <laughs> that's all right i, Dude, I mean it's, honestly it's I don't... Job, man it's awesome it's awful it's well it's awful. yeah it's awful it's but... not awesome it's awful but it gives you the the ability to to do, do this. this yeah, yeah. hang this, out with daryl yes yeah yeah you know yeah i like you i like you guys i like you <laughs> you guys are Speaking... awesome this i I love doing these. Like I'm, like I told you before, I'm a people person, but this is a lot of fun. Awesome. Like this is a no. great podcast. Cool. This is so fun. So, if you want to have a lot of fun, this is this is the part where we pay the bills, right? <laughs> if you want to have a lot of speaking fun, speaking of fun, we have a sponsor, and you're in the in the service industry, yes, or a bartender like this guy, you can also benefit from. Pod decks. <laughs> that was a good. That was that, that was, was a good, good right? segue. That was nice. That was nice. Well, what's I a was pod thinking deck? about that. So, so yeah, what a pod, pod what a pod deck is. What a pod deck is is cards. It's fifty cards in a deck, not fifty two like 52. your standard uh, deck of cards. Yeah, no jokers in here. No jokers. Uh, but okay, so pod decks is basically. What happens uh, when you when you need a little bit of uh, help getting through an interview? When you don't, when you like as an aspiring podcaster, right, right, or or as a bartender who sees some people that are really uncomfortable at the bar, and you're like, "Hey, icebreaker, check." Yeah, I will say that uh, much like Cards Against Humanity, much like trivia questions, things like that, it's just great icebreakers. Uh, the company itself, they they put out a number of different decks of cards with different topics. And right. some of those topics are, are interview questions. Some of them are icebreakers. Some of them are episode ideas. So I anybody that. that's trying to kind yeah. of get into this, um, into the podcasting thing, or going to do your first interview, or just even if you, you know, 
as a bartender, I've used questions and things from pod decks. Um, I love kind of giving people things to do and things to kind of keep right. them engaged. And this, this is great for, for people who don't have verbal diarrhea like we do. Exactly. Right. Yes. Well, where do you um, get that? Well, you get it at poddex.com. Yes. Okay. And if you, my friend, and everybody watching, listening, however you're consuming this, right. use the promo code BACON. You get a whopping 10% off. Yeah, 10% off your entire order. They have many decks of cards, many different they have topics. Swag. They just put out new cards. They have swag. Nice. They have t-shirts, all kinds of cool stuff. And they're a small company and a very cool company. Um, the very first order that I made, I got an email from the owner, and I emailed Travis, him back just to he is see. super cool. Just to see if he would answer back and he did yeah <laughs> i was like all right cool yeah. it's not a form travis um, is super cool um give him a follow on social media if you're yeah. an aspiring podcaster they have an app uh even even like their instagram they've got great tips uh we've followed some and and we've validated some of the moves we've made as a podcast yeah we've made decisions uh, through some of their things and it was like oh cool we're we're in the right we're in the right place. Okay, so long cool. story short, we like to uh, once per episode do a little section where we allow you to pick which deck you would like a question from. Yes. And then we pick a random question and you got to go for it. So um, there, there are, are there two are brand decks. new decks. Are you so, telling me uh, that there's a red pill and a blue pill? There is. There's oh, more there's, than that. There's, there's more there's than seven. that, my friend. Uh, seven. Okay. So. The newest one that is still yet to be opened. Oh, well, we gotta open the new one. Come on. Is the is the what the fuck deck? Ooh, yeah, yeah. With old school MTV V logo. Yeah, oh yeah. It's, it's branded properly, but there's uh, we also have quick, the how have, dare you deck. We have the which is brand new interview questions. Interview. We have what the heck. We have interview two. Would you would rather? You rather interview interview Ooh, uh, okay two. So. I, right. I mean, there's two options here. I right. like no, 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 no. You pick one, right? Well, so we I either like would you? Deck. I really like would you rather? But there's a new so deck, a of, and so do a lot of people. I would yeah. like to christen the new deck. We it, yeah, we we you have the opportunity right now. You can do Let's that. Do it. Be the man, that or we can the new deck. give that to somebody else. If you want to do the what the heck, which everybody <laughs> uses, that's fine. But you can also do the brand new. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. With, Let's do that. With appropriate Let's do it. Let's MTV do it. branding. Let's do the MTV branded what the okay. fuck. I know. So it's, with that being said. The, lo the logo looks awesome. The logo does look awesome. And and I hope they do a t-shirt of it. They there isn't one yet on the website. But the minute they do, I'm definitely buying one because I think that's great. You know what we should probably Even do? Even though I don't, I don't look great in powder email, blue. <laughs> we should email uh, Hey, Jimmy, Travis speaking Scott. of, what is on your shirt now? Is that Loki? No, this no. is uh, this is this is the Baba Yaga. This is. Oh. It's very. Um, I like that that vaporwave look that's going on there. I yeah, I did. I did too. My girlfriend got me this. Uh, this is one of the Wish.com things that she bought that actually hasn't fallen apart immediately. Oh yeah, and, well uh, yeah. <laughs> you can't buy it. I have. <laughs> I have a really cool CM Punk um, Ghostbusters yes. shirt. Yeah, You've cool seen shirt that. I've yeah, seen it is officially after three or four wears. 
Yeah, Done. this is this is this has been probably 10 wears now. Like it's actually holding up rather nicely. It yeah. feels like an iron-on. <laughs> it uh, definitely does feels, it feel thick? It feels thick like an iron-on, but the shirt is very thin and comfortable. Okay. Um That's but fine. yeah, it's uh yeah, it's some John Wick. It's the Baba Yaga. And, Baba Yaga. Uh, I love me very some nice. John Wick. Although I me also too. if it was a Loki, I would have bought it as well because I love Loki. And, Loki's good. uh we could talk Marvel or John Wick or uh, MCU or DC. Well, I'll or be anything. honest. I have to long. take my wife to dinner at some point tonight. So. <laughs> That's fine. That's well. Fine. We'll do it for part two. You're always welcome. With back. that said, I'm down. I'm down. All right. So, Daryl, he's going to move his fingy across this deck of cards, I'm and starting, you tell him when to stop. I'm starting okay. at my left, your right, and we are moving slowly. For those listening, stop. Stopping right here. Here is our question. All right. Very first from the What the Fuck deck. Yes. I love first. Interesting question. Okay. Have you ever been bitten or attacked by an animal? If so, by what animal and why? Uh, yes, I have been bitten by a dog. Okay. Uh, in, in high school, one of my friends uh, adopted this little asshole beagle, and he would just bite people. Everyone. All beagles are assholes. Wow. Um, and yeah, so I, you can't obviously see it because I have poor lighting in this in this Airbnb, but uh, I have a scar over here. Um, oh shit! Full scar yeah, from it, it too. Yeah, it, it, and this happened probably eighteen, nineteen years ago. So yes, oh, I have. Dude. I have been bitten by an animal in it. That's I hardcore. totally feel your pain. I actually have a scar from a, a, a pit bull. Do you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Where's your scar from the pit bull? It's on my arm. We'll look for it later. Right, I'll right. Show you. But, <laughs> but with the hair and, and yeah. But it's there. I know I know beagles are assholes. Every beagle I've ever met is an asshole. Um, pit oh. bulls are amazing. Uh, absolutely. Except, except, and you know what? Beagles except are for amazing when they're too because they're dogs and all dogs are amazing. But still, like a lot of them have been kind of dicks. Uh, but pit bulls are pretty awesome. I had one. My family had one. For yeah. A while. No, I, I, I had. And counterpoint, I had two beagles. One of them was an like a yeah. All one right. of them was an asshole. And the other one, she was cool. Like all the time. Most of the time. So like seventy five percent asshole. But once you start like throwing <laughs> another like uh, another breed in there. Right. That's okay. Daryl, are you a pet person? Any Oh uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Dogs, cats, Whatever. rabbits, mongoose. What are you in? What are you into? I, the the issue is Free that mongoose. I won't I I it's hard for me to say no, especially when somebody's like, I got all these kittens with nowhere to live. And I'm oh, like, Oh yeah, right. <laughs> but see, the the great thing, I'm coming up on my one year anniversary with my lovely wife. The great thing is is she doesn't mind telling people no. So when people uh, come to me with those questions now, I say, you just got to ask Lee. As long as she says it's okay, we're good. That's yeah, amazing. That's key right there. My girlfriend's better at no than me, too. So that's a... Yeah, I'm terrible at it, too. honestly. Like, I'm just... I'm, I, I'm such a softy about those kinds of things. So yeah. That's really do you hard. guys have... Do you guys have pets? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've what got, got? Um, a cat. Her name is Ethel Elizabeth Perman. Uh, again, my wife is in theater. <laughs> so Ethel Merman's one of her favorites. And, that's and awesome. So there's a, a good cat play on that. Um, and then we have our honey girl. It's a dog we adopted, actually, um, last year at the beginning of the pandemic. 
Um, we figured we, we can't go anywhere. Like now's a really good time to adopt good a dog. Time. Yeah, yep. yeah, we can train and be there. And yeah, lo and behold, she walked off leash since day one and knows to go poop outside. It's like that's awesome. I, it is, but I also like had it in my head that I was gonna spend all this time training a dog to do things. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. basically like training me now. She's like, <laughs> she like comes over and she's like, hey, hey, take me outside. Hey, dude, I have she's a just similar a mutt. You know. My dog is very similar. His name is Bruce Wayne. He is a uh, French very bulldog, nice. Boston Terrier mix. His eyes look in different directions uh, <laughs> all the time. So he sees the world like a lizard does. You can sneak up on him from the direct front. But he was another one where like from absolutely day one, it was like he peed and pooped outside and we didn't have yeah. to train him on that at all. I, I wouldn't put him off leash because He's uh, he's a little bit spastic in that way, where he's just like a person, and he just goes, or he's like squirrel, and he's and he's gone. Yeah. But um, other than that, like he's been super smart, and yeah. I, I'm like fuck. <laughs> yeah, and I have it's Bane, really Bane yeah, from day Bane. one. They Bane and Bruce Wayne have never met, mm -hmm. so it's okay. Um, wow. We're afraid Bane, Bane's going to break his back. So. Wow, Bane is huge. Uh, he <laughs> day one he was fine, uh, and then pandemic dog uh happened and uh he shits all over the place whenever he wants and uh and eats shit like he'll eat a couch and it doesn't fucking matter so oh, man. yeah that happens so we know you're going out to dinner with your wife i just want to ask you uh just one more thing and if we expand on it we do and if we don't we don't which is cool um and it's something i like to ask everybody that's on the show uh like if there's one thing that you know a lot about and you love talking about and no one ever asks you about and you're like, God damn it. When is someone going to ask me this? Because this is my thing. What would Ooh. that be? Uh, it's definitely the movie Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and Yuck. here's why. Here's why. Yes. Um, so I, that is my all-time favorite movie. Uh, if it's ever on, I'll never say no. If anybody asks me, I, uh, I'm really, I'm really indecisive about like where to go to dinner, or where to, what, what movie to watch. So I always say Dumb and Dumber, and I always say Hibachi food because those are easy. Um, but uh, the scene where he's walking out of the gas station, he's like, "Hey guys, big gulps, huh? <laughs> all right, well, all right." That was all improvised. Because he's supposed to just get out, go into the van. He did it because the, the two guys there are are non-speaking roles. So they're only right. getting paid as extras for non-speaking roles. So they're not allowed to say anything. So when he did that, they look at each other like, look at what him. We like, we're not allowed to speak in this movie. Like, literally, they're like, don't you speak in that movie. Like, I, I guess right. that's like a Hollywood thing. Like, if you're a non-speaking role, don't say a word. Um, and so he did it. To fuck with those guys. Oh, that's amazing. And to fuck I didn't with know that. That's I fantastic. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 one of my pieces of I, trivia I love to tell people. That's I fantastic. legit used that every other week. I used oh, it yeah. on Friday. I, I used it this past Friday at work, and I was just like, still working, huh? <laughs> All right. See you later. <laughs> and I just left. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I quote her all the time. Yeah, J Jim Carrey's amazing. Um, everybody in that cast, though, is absolutely amazing. Like that Another movie. fun fact: they were so they did so much cocaine while they filmed that. 
Oh yeah. Oh really? So much cocaine. That's great. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a great story. Let's. Well, uh, that's what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> to yeah. preface. Good for them. <laughs> Don't go do a bunch of cocaine, but good you know, for them and all when the you cocaine. were when you were making a really ridiculous comedy movie in the '90s, cocaine was yeah was the, great for them. So the message, right. kids, is that uh, drugs make you famous. No, yeah, like, wait, that's not the message. They make well, you funny. No, they can't. Wait, no, 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 no. But but look at they Tommy Boy. A classic movie. Well, wait, Tommy no, Boy wait, too. No, yeah, bad, bad example. Good. Yeah, bad you, example. oh, come on now. Really? There's a lot of there's a lot of there's Mike. a lot of cocaine on that set. I think. <laughs> well, you know, rest in peace, Chris Farley. He died Absolutely. from a heroin overdose. One of the one of the funniest men to ever live, for sure. Well, you know oh, what? Amazing. He he wanted so to. Good he wanted to Belushi his way through it and he did. And so yeah. like, as much as, as much as like, that's a terrible thing. And, and, and he had definitely had more to give and, and it's sad. Like there's something to be said for the fact that like his, he did everything his way, he did what he wanted to do. And, you know, he went out like his idol did. And while it's not cool and I wish he didn't, Hey man, like he did, he did what he wanted. He did it his way, you know. Like it's, it's oh, I did it my way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, so, so are you a, uh, are you a black sheep guy too? Uh, I like anything Chris Farley for sure. Okay. What did you feel about the Dumb and Dumber? Uh, Don't seek. No, that doesn't <laughs> exist. Why did you ask it? I yeah, no. I wanted. Well, I wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure. Prequel, sequel. I wanted to make sure. No, no. Yeah, that movie's they were... so perfect. Yeah, everything everything is Perfect. right place, right time. Like yeah, you know, and and that movie, it, it was all right place, right time. Nobody saw it coming. It was good, but that, I mean, the same can be said for Chris Farley movies. Like Beverly Hills Ninja is still friggin' hilarious, you know. Yeah, definitely <laughs> hilarious. Definitely. Hilarious. Yeah, underrated movie. For Although sure. Dumb and Dumber, I'm still waiting for the for the right event on a Halloween or the right event in general, and the right partner. To do the tuxedos, because <laughs> because that has to happen. I'm in. It absolutely has to happen. Nice hooters. <laughs> the owls. Samsonite. They're lovely. I was way off. So, Daryl, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for having me. Please, please tell everybody where they can find you, your music, your brand new EP that's going to be out. By the time this comes out, that we didn't talk about nearly enough, but that's what happens on the show. <laughs> that's okay. Just go listen to it. Like it yeah. speaks for itself, honestly. Absolutely, absolutely. If you, um, if you if you had a lot of struggles through the pandemic, then there's going to be relatable relatable content for you. But um, uh, you can yeah, you can check it out anywhere that you stream music. Um, I'm sure soon enough. Uh, by the time that the episode comes out, we'll have some pre-order packages and and stuff for you to be able to order merch if you like having physical copies of music, um, or you know, shirt or anything like that. We'll have all that for you as well. Um, but you can check that out. We're on Instagram, Facebook, all your social medias. Like I said, we'll have a TikTok up and running by then too, because uh, that is a great platform. If you haven't checked it out, um, but anything the Ansible, the Ansible.atx. Um, but yeah, check it out for fans of uh, heavy melodic music with a whiny singer. For fans of good music, yeah, I, I mean, like, listen, 
Spirit Thank Box you. is like Spirit Box is pretty big right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they have, you know, like it's a girl singer. It's not whiny, but you know. Oh man, uh, she has one of the best voices too. Uh, she's so good. Fucking ridiculous. But anyway, we're not here to talk about them. We're talking about the Ansible. Daryl, thank you so much for coming on, dude. Thank you, Mike uh, been, and Jimmy. It's been awesome. Yeah, it's been awesome, man. Thanks, everybody. Please. Make sure you check out Bacon Is My Podcast. Do you guys have merch? Uh, we do at baconismypodcast.com. We have t shirts like the one Mike is wearing, the Don't Axe Me shirt with Stormbreaker, because uh, that is part of our Grammar Is My Passion series. Don't you okay. hate when you hear people go, Hey, let me ask you a question? And it's like, Don't ask me yeah. because Don't you'll be a murderer. So for all your stupid shit, <laughs> make it as my podcast. All right. Well, <laughs> I really appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for Thank hanging you, out dude. with us, dude. It's been a blast. Absolutely. And always remember, yeah. ask yourself one question. What's your bacon? What's your bacon? All of it is I- my bacon. All of it. That's the episode. That's it. Thank you so much, dude. Appreciate it so much. Thanks, uh, if you could give us one, we'll we'll pop out of here and 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 put you on and just give us one like, you know, hey, it's Daryl from the Ansible, and you have been consuming bacon as my podcast, or however you want to say it, or whatever you want to say, and then we'll kind of pop it into future episodes too, awesome. so that it just keeps the band name in our episodes and all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Hello, friends. This is Daryl from the Ansible, and you are consuming Bacon Is My Podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much, dude. Uh, open door policy. Anytime you guys need to promote anything, anytime you want to dude, I want to come jump talk on to you and again. talk about anything. Yeah. Whenever. Whenever I you mean, want. If I would have realized, I I mean, I, I'm only in town for a short time, and the wife's here for several weeks, so we're going to do dinner and whatnot. Yeah, um, man. Have a little date night since... We haven't spent a lot of time together, so I hate to cut it short. And and it, honestly, most of the interviews I've been doing are like 15 minutes, 30 minutes. So this has been awesome. I've enjoyed hanging out with you guys so much. Awesome. And I would cool, love man. to come do it again with you. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, when you guys are on tour and anything, anytime you're coming through New York, uh, New York, Long Island, anything like that, hit us up. Let us know. We'll try and get more definitely. people to the show. We'll definitely awesome. come hang out and we'll come out and have a drink with you or something like that. Yeah, man. I got to buy you guys a beer. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> All right, and anytime you're out this way, make sure you let us know. We'll, we'll go hang out. Awesome. Well, I'm I'm in the South Carolina region uh, pretty often because my my uh, parents live out there, but they're okay. in like Indian land. But okay, I was just in Merle's Inlet this week, uh, this July. So nice. Yeah, man. My mom lives down that way. So hit me up, man. We'll go grab a beer and watch a shitty cover band. Awesome. Love it. <laughs> yes, Love sounds it, about right. Have a good date night, brother. Right, dude, we'll cool. see you soon. All right? Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Thank you so Enjoy. much. <laughs> see ya. See ya. All right. Awesome. You want to do the uh, intro and yeah. the outro? Now we'll do the uh, outro. Yep. Hey. That he's was awesome. Date. He's on a date. He's, he's on a date. Right yeah. yeah. Good for him, man. So I hope they're having a good date. He's in Austin, Texas. Yeah. They've got to have good food there. Uh, they do. So. They do. It's awesome. Daryl, thank you for coming on. 
And thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening yeah, and for watching. Very much. It's been awesome. Um, check out the Ansible. Yeah. Uh, check out their new EP. It's out now. All streaming platforms. It's got a little bit of everything for everybody. We we talked about it a little bit. We touched on a lot of things. Um, he's got a great voice. It touches on a lot of different genres. Um, they're a very prog rocky band, but they also do have like happy songs. So it's uh, you yeah, know, happy periphery, if you will. Yeah, it's it's interesting. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's a good that's a good uh, it's yeah. a good ex- explanation of it. Yeah. But um, Jimsy, yeah, but Jimsy, yes, sir. Where where can they find you mm. and well, your stuff? And I'm your not a band. happy periphery. I'm more of a sad cheap trick. Yeah, and you can find me at uh, Jimmy G Shoes on the Instagram and Twitter, and you can find my band Craving Strange at cravingstrange.net, and from there. You can link to all of our socials and all of our stuff. It's either at Craving Strange or it's at Craving Strange Music. But if you go to the website, cravingstrange.net, you can get to everything. Mike, how about you? Everything on the socials. Me personally, I am at me, my own self, Mike. On all of my band, Something Heavy socials, it's at Something Heavy Music. Also, somethingheavymusic.com. You can catch us on all the streaming platforms, such as... Spotify, mm. Apple Music, mm-hmm. Amazon Music, mm-hmm. Deezer. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. that's the thing, All apparently. Right. Yeah. Deezer. Uh, if you're yeah. listening on Deezer, please hit us up. Please let, let us, us know. know if you're if using you're Deezer. Deezer. I, I want to know why you're using Deezer ah. over Yeah, Who's listening else? to us on Deezer? Please um, let us know. Or Deezer, if you're willing to sponsor us, let us know why uh, you should listen on Deezer. We'll go exclusive. We'll go exclusive. Um, Anyway, you can also catch Jimmy Nye's music on uh, Bacon is My Podcast. uh, Passion. Bacon is My Passion on all the streaming things as well. Um, We've got some cool singles out. Uh, We also have. You can also find it at baconismypodcast.com. You can find links to Bacon is My Passion stuff. You can find all of our. Uh, previous episodes of the podcast right at baconismypodcast.com. You can find our t-shirts, swag. swag, and stuff like this shirt Mike's sporting right now. Boom! The Don't Axe Me, because grammar is my passion. Yes. Uh, that series is out now. We have a special, uh, it's been a Thor month. I've had a Thor month yeah. shirt right now that uh, we're doing in uh, partnership with the Manic Pixie Weirdo podcast. So check that out. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, just hit us up. Stay in the conversation with hashtag what's your bacon. And if you want to go the little extra mile, mm. head over to patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast, where you can find all these episodes early, ad-free, sometimes extended, and you get additional episodes of like tasting. Which is what I'm trying to get him to do now. Yeah. Yeah, we might do one. Mm-hmm. And then uh cooking show. Yeah. Right? And live streams. Live streams, uh, watch alongs, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. We do all kinds of things. So join us on there if you'd like to. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh can't spell extraordinary without that little bit of extra. So mm. I like that. <laughs> I got it for the movie waiting. Yeah. Okay. Watch along. 
Yeah, that'll be. A, oh, I like that movie too. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll do it. I think early I, I Ryan think Reynolds. Early Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. All right, guys. So thank you very much for hanging out. We do appreciate it. We appreciate you. If you're watching us on Strangerhood TV and you're watching the visual version, please subscribe. Hit the buttons. Hit the bell and uh, stick with us on there and check out all the cool stuff on Strangerhood TV. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us that five star review. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, give us a share. If you're listening to us on Deezer. Follow. Again, follow us. Yeah, follow us, share us. And if you're on Deezer, again, let us know why and let us know how. Uh, stay in the conversation with hashtag What's Your Bacon. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Thank you for listening and ask yourself every single day. One question. What is your bacon? What's your bacon? Damn it. <laughs> I like the damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you love your weekly dose of bacon as my podcast, but... You need even more bacon. Well, just go over to baconismypodcast.com. You can engage even more with us over there. It's a pathway to our music, extra content, our social media pages. Most importantly, grab yourself some pretty sweet swag and put it all over your body parts. Again, that's baconismypodcast.com. Listen to some tunes, pick up some merch, and tell us, what's your bacon? <laughs>